Sail Talk, brought to you by Sycamore Sailing from the London Boat Show. Life rafts, they sit in the valise or the canister on the coach roof and we don't really know what's going on inside them. Hope we never have to use them to find out. But I talked to Matthew Barr at Premium Life Raft Services at the boat show to get his views on buying them, servicing them and what happens if we have to use them. Well, I'm, I'm with uh, Matthew Barr and uh, we're on the uh, Premium Life Rust stand at the moment. Um, Matthew, we're, we're just looking at the, the season beginning. It's almost a glimmer of hope now that's coming forward. What should we be doing with our life rafts and safety gear? Well, I mean, without a doubt, any life rafts or safety gear that have a requirement to be maintained should be maintained. It's quite a common um, error that people just consider that it's in the bag, it's fine, it's ready to go whenever. Uh, and people should definitely be making sure that uh, the life rod is within its service period mm -hmm. and obviously if not then making sure they take it to a manufacturer approved mm -hmm. service station to, to, to service it and ensure that it will be in proper working order should it ever be needed. If, if, if it's getting near for its service is it possible to bring it along and for you to sort of show how it works and then repack it? Absolutely I mean we encourage people when they bring their own RAS in to actually be there when we open them up so they can actually see mm -hmm. what they're getting. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and it's not to, uh, such a surprise when they pull the string if they ever have to, because quite uh, often, um, when, with, with there being such a wide range of qualities and uh, of life raft, uh, people find that when they see what they've actually got in the bag, it isn't what they expected, and, and it does often prompt people to either hire from us a, a, a better quality raft or, or reassess what they actually want and making sure that they, they are getting what they, what they want and what they need. I suppose it's a false economy if you buy a life raft which is a bit too cheap but it fits your budget and then the day you need it because you need to step into it you find, oh dear, I wish I'd invested a couple of quid more. Absolutely, I mean you can, you know, you can spend on a four-man raft, you can spend anything from about £500 up to three times that amount mm. but um, uh, when, the, when the chips are down and you pull the string, £1,500 seems a very cheap price to pay. Yes. If somebody comes along to you with a small boat, say a Contessa 26, mm -hmm. um, what, what kind of process do you go through to try and identify what kind of life raft would suit them? Well, when, the first thing is to obviously establish the size of the, butt of the raft, the number of crew, mm -hmm. and then to uh, find out where their, where their cruising range mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's a popular misnomer though that you know I only go three miles offshore so I don't need a life raft or I don't need the full uh, buttons and bells life raft because um, as anybody would tell you you know you can have pretty awful weather uh, just as close to home as, as you can you know in the middle of the Atlantic so you need to really uh, our, our uh, suggestion is that you, you should buy the best you can afford yeah. uh, and of course when you're talking about safety equipment which is designed to, to, to save your life you know um, a few hundred pounds extra here uh, could really be a matter of life and death yeah. so you should really think seriously about about doing yeah. doing just that and buying the best you can afford. Are there any standards we should look for when buying them? Yeah uh, the the latest derivation of life rafts um, uh, is the ISO 9650 regulation which is, uh, has a, a, a pretty formal set of uh, requirements that rafts have to satisfy um, to achieve that uh, and it would be my advice that whether you're hiring or buying that as an absolute minimum you, you, you use a life raft that is to the ISO 9650 standard. That's great, thanks very much indeed Matthew. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. It's all very well buying a life raft but do you know how to use it? 
I spoke to Keith Taylor of KTY Yacht Services about survival courses and the way he trains the Volvo crews before they go to sea. What, what does a survival course entail? And, uh, for uh, survival. an average sailor like myself who run, races around the cans and cruises run, up and down the coast. That's right. Okay, we run two, two requirements. First requirement, there's no specific requirement for the cruising yachtsman other than be aware of what kit you've got on board, how it works. Our, the RYA course is designed on most people's fear is get a getting wet. What's it like in the water, and how does the life jacket, how the life, if you have a life raft, how does it work? That introduces to the actual firing, entry, and husbandry of the life raft and your crew. You become aware of perhaps how fit or unfit your crew are. Do they need assistance? You're aware that somebody might not be able to enter a life raft without assistance. Not individuals, no matter male or female, getting into the state where they're almost having a heart attack, trying to prove they can, whereas a little bit of help, and with a bit of training you can prove how they can be helped to get in. You go through boat husbandry, rather like we're saying service-wise. For the one day, that covers, we call it the wet day. The second day is the ISAF requirement for racing crews, but in fact then it goes into the boat husbandry, how you're going to cut away the rig, the fallacies of all Everybody has this pair of bolt croppers mouldering away in a... Uh, you're, you're smiling now, so you're yeah. thinking, oh, I've seen this. <laughs> yes, we've been there. The bolt croppers <laughs> sit in the... Um, and they're duly painted every second season, and they're from the rust. And they find that they never work on, rod, uh, on um, wire rigging. They're never designed to. So we run through the whole... Uh, and practically as well, our course are designed hands-on with everything. So you find out what works... What doesn't, you can actually quietly, some never admit, some do, saying, I've got a pair of those, or, oh, I've got one, and I thought it would work. It doesn't, all the kit we try and expose as much hands-on with rigging, discussing mast, demasting, anchoring, what works, what doesn't, and producing a forum between all our clients that actually say, well, I've done this, and I've tried that. So that's basically is an awareness course. Great. And then the message is, get, in, get it booked now while, the while it's still is, January. When you're looking at servicing your boat, look at servicing your crew as well. Sounds good. Thank you very okay. much indeed. Thank Pleasure. Barton will be a familiar name to most Contessa sailors. I spoke to Christian Brewer about some of their latest developments. I'm with Christian Brewer at the moment on the Barton Marine Stand and uh, we're just looking at some of the new uh, equipment that they brought out for, which might be suitable for anybody refitting the Contessa 26. Christian, what... Maybe you can just explain a bit more about your clutches. Yeah, we, we brought out a new uh, rope clutch design. Uh, we started with a single clutch last year. This year we we're introducing the new double and triple rope clutch. Uh, rope size is from 8 to 12 millimeter. Uh, very clean design, all made in-house in the UK. Um, unique feature is uh, special inserts for the handle, so you don't have to put... Uh, gaffer tape on your handles anymore and mark it up. We, we have little inserts, all coloured, with uh, the names of the control lines. And we're looking here at a mock-up of a boat, and it's obviously very e easy to see which, uh, which clutch does what from the colour coding, so it's obviously a, a great improvement. Uh, you've been redesigning some of your other bits and pieces as well with Barton, and it's sort of a, a renaissance almost, and perhaps you could talk about some of the other bits and pieces that you've done recently. Yeah, we, we've got this, discovered this fantastic new anodizing process for our um, uh, deck gear, for our uh, travellers and uh, deck organisers, um, developed in Germany by Henkel. Uh, it's a metal deposition uh, onto the aluminium rather than a die 
very durable, long-lasting. Um, we're having great success with it. Doesn't fade um, and keeps an even colour. And presumably, it's a bit more resistant to corrosion as well. Yep, UV stable and and no problem with salt corrosion at all. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thanks very much indeed. That concludes this issue of Sail Talk, brought to you from the London Boat Show by Sycamore Sailing.